This is a Viaggi Films podcast. This podcast is produced in the concrete jungle, in the Big Apple, in the city that don't sleep, in the city of dreams, produced in New York City and downloaded in over 11 countries worldwide. This is the podcast where we talk business, we talk industry, we talk shit, we motivate, and we get things done. Welcome to The Rise. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of The Rise. I am your host, Mark Basil. I want to thank everybody who tunes in each week. I am very excited, very happy, very glad, very fulfilled to be bringing this show, The Rise, back on a weekly basis from my office to your ears. Listen, guys, last week's episode, if you have not gotten a chance to listen to it yet, make sure you go back, listen to that episode. My guest, Linz from Linz Productions. What an amazing guy, man. He is inspirational. He is motivational. He is driven. He is determined. He is one of the few people that I can have an actual phone conversation with, talk shop with about the industry. And by the time we hang up that phone, I'm inspired to do more for myself, to get more to get more out of what I want in my career. Uh, great guy. We dive into the music industry a little bit. He is a musician and a sound engineer, currently working with the underground urban music scene here in New York City, uh, born and raised in New York City, Lower East Side, nitty gritty. We tap into his influences throughout his life, what it was like growing up in New York City in the 80s and 90s, where hip hop had just started to uh, rear its face, evolve, become its own genre, uh, blow up to be mainstream. We talk about his influences and we talk about that crossroads in his life where he just felt the need to dive into this unknown world uh, that he was a fan of his whole life, get into the music business, get into the music industry, uh, his 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 continuous want for knowledge, just just constantly educating himself to be the best possible image of himself that he can be while chasing his dream, guys. Linz from Linz Productions, great guy. Give that episode a live and go listen. I'm sorry. Give that episode a listen. Go back into the archives. This week, this week's episode, today's episode, very excited also to bring to you a very dear friend of mine, a longtime friend. 20 years ago, we met She's from Virginia Beach. I'm from the northwest corner of Connecticut up in the Berkshires. Uh, couldn't have been further apart from each other. Two young bucks, New York City, chasing the dream. And, you know, she really, truly helped me become a better performer. You know, back w- where we had met in American Musical Dramatic Academy in New York City uh, 20 years ago, you know, it, it was a challenge to be paired up with her in class and to have to to have to work with her in class. She's so witty, so fast-paced, um, very off the cuff, uh, sometimes a little crazy, which is a good thing. And she really, truly challenged me to keep up with her, um, you know, because with, with what we do, acting is 
reacting, right? So you're only as good as your scene partner. You're only as good as the person uh, that, that, that you're reacting off of. You're only as good as the person performing beside you. And keeping up with her was such a challenge for me because she was so off the cuff and so quick-witted and fast-paced. Uh, it really forced me as an actor to step outside of my comfort zone, to step outside of that shell um, that I was so familiar with and take bigger risks as, a, as, a, as an actor with, the, with my characters, take bigger choices. You know, in the business, we call them character choices, acting choices, um, uh, take bigger risks with, with dialogue and how I would deliver uh, certain lines, whether it needed to be funny or it was a punchline or it was dramatic. Whatever the case, uh, Maya really, truly helped me. She's one of the people that I attribute to, to the character choices I make today because I was forced to to step out of what I what I knew I was forced to step out of my familiarity uh, in order to be a better performer so thank you Maya guys I am not going to take up any more of your time if you guys are listening to this episode with your airpods if you're listening to this on the car stereo crank that shit up because we got a great episode for you all right guys Thank you for tuning in again to this week's episode of The Rise. As you heard me mention last week, we did take hiatus. We did take a break over the summer. Enjoyed ourselves a little bit, kicked back, relaxed, like everybody else who was supposed to be on the show but couldn't make it. We're winding things up again. We're getting back in the groove of things. We're going to be launching The Rise each and every week, as always. We're going to be bringing you new content. We're going to motivate you, inspire you, uh, give you the kick in the ass everybody needs to follow their dreams chase their passions on the phone right now i'm so excited i have i have my maya, maya mcelravion did i say it right you got it right i have people put her uh, all the time it's okay i know i know but i don't want to i'm a professional i have no, maya mcelravion on the air right now uh maya and i have known each other for probably 20 going on 20 years uh we attended american musical dramatic academy together um, and what I, what I love about Maya so much back then is Maya is, Maya's a bit of a character. She's very, you are, you are, you're a little bit of a character in the sense that you, you just, you're very off the cuff, which is what I always appreciated about you when we were in school together, uh, taking classes together. Uh, one of my favorite people to get paired with back then and work with was you because you always challenged me because... I was never very comfortable in trying to be funny or, especially at that time, comfortable with um, improvisation. And that's actually, I think, that's one of your very strong suits. So, you always I was a little afraid to see what you were going to say. I was afraid of what you were going to say <laughs> at the beginning there. I'm like, uh-oh. What? 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 Because what? I was very off the cuff. But, you know, that's just how I am. I'm very, uh, I say it how it is. And... Um, Sometimes it can get me in trouble, and then sometimes yep. it can get me a job. So it's a good thing, <laughs> when it works no, in my but favor. Back, but back then, you really did. You would really push me and challenge me to kind of step outside of my comfort zone a little bit, which uh, which is what I really, really appreciated. And I, I obviously need it, so thank you very much. I, well, I, I did not know that until you told me, so I appreciate that. Um, it's just something that... I think I've always had in me where I grew up with an older sister who was four years older than me. Always, you know, straight A's. She's at the homecoming queen. She was, you know, editor in chief of the yearbook. 
just all the things I saw around, all of that, um, great to sort of look up to. But then at the same time, I thought, like, well, what, what do I have, you know? And I was very creative growing up, loved the whole acting, improv. And I think um, just stepping out of my comfort zone helped me uh, blossom in that sense and kind of give me what I needed to grow, you know what I mean? And be somebody right. different from what she was. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when when um, when you agreed to be on the podcast, I was very excited because you're actually doing a lot of awesome things right now. Um, you know, we we all we all we all come to a crossroads in our lives where you know I certainly have, I know you have, everybody who's listening, I'm sure has, where you have to put the the, the things that you love the most kind of to the side a little bit, focus on life. Uh, that's what you found yourself doing. When you had your your two beautiful girls, oh yeah, I yeah I you know when you're when you're younger and you're you know you get out of college and you do the whole career thing we're all we all have that flame under us right away like we're like ready to go you know we just got our degree and whatever it is and you are a lot more motivated um, because it's just you and it's just. Uh, the one person that you need to take care of, and you're already excited because you're like, I just, you know, I just got my diploma, I'm going to get a sick job, and I'm going to work my butt off, and I'm going to do this and this. You have all these aspirations and all these dreams, and then life happens, you know, whether it be good or bad. I mean, for me, it was great. I met love of my life. I had two girls. Um, you know, when I got married, I worked at ABC6 News. Um but before that, I was very much into acting. I lived in New York City for six years, loved that city. Um, I, you know, was a reporter at the MTV Video Music Awards one year. I worked for the New York Mets, go Mets, love them. I did the teleprompter, you know, interviewed people, shot out the T-shirts. I did a lot in the entertainment industry. I worked for um, Lou DiBella, boxing. I interviewed uh, boxers. I, I, there were so many different um, things that I did there in those six years. Um, and and of course, your film academy, all that. So when I got married, I um, I kind of slowed down. Your life slows down. You, your your right. priorities shift. And uh, you know, I worked at ABC Six News. I got pregnant, and um, you know, I fully love and support my husband. So you know, his career kind of took launch, and I was there to support him 100%, and I still do to this day, but, um, you know, my girls are now nine and six, and in the past year or so, I've realized, like, I need to find me again, you know, I need to kind of, and I think that's what we all do, we all kind of fall into those slumps of, you know, I need to that fire again, I need to be reignited, and so I started taking improv classes at uh, Atlanta, in Atlanta at Whole World Theater here in Midtown, and it has been awesome. I've met a whole new group of people. It's reignited me. Um, I got signed with an agency, uh, BMG Talent, uh, modeling and acting. Um, granted, I do a lot of print modeling, and the, the acting, I still... I get some jobs and, you know, it's, it's still a one of the, you know, you know the acting right. work. Yep. It's, it's hard. It is, there is a lot of rejection before you get a yes, and that's really hard. But um, just to be back in it again, it feels really good. And I love the improv and hello, off the cuff. I mean, so it's great that you said it's off the cuff because at the beginning, um, 
and it's really the base of acting improv is, you know? It, uh, it is something that I feel, and, and I think anybody should do it, you know? In any industry, I think improv is so important with your confidence level, with, and with getting out of your comfort zone, which I think, um, you know that movie, uh, um, What's that movie with uh, Hugh Jackman? It's the circus movie. The Barnum. The what movie? Yes, 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 yes. The Barnum um, Bailey or the Barnum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, in that movie, I recently watched it. It's uh, a quote: um, "Progress is the uh, or comfort is the enemy of progress. Comfort is the enemy of progress." And I think that rings true to everything we do in every. Uh, you know, in every industry, and sure. that's why I think improv would help anybody. You know, kind of get out of their their comfort zone and interact better with people, and uh, you know, just be more confident in what you say and do. And I think that's you know the, the rise. It's what it's all about, right? Just rising every day and and stepping out of your comfort zone and and striving for something better and being a better person too. You know. Absolutely, and getting one step closer to where you want to be today than where you were yesterday. I mean, every every day is a new beginning. Every day is a new mindset. You know, it's the rise and grind of it all. And and when you chase your dreams and you go after your passions, I mean, that's what it is. It's a grind that you got to be willing to work for each and every day. So, but I love that. Like I think back to Amda Maya and. Uh, like, I think back to what an awesome time in my life that was. Oh, yeah. You know, to, to meet some incredible people, yeah. to be surrounded by some very talented people, whether they're doing anything today or not, um, to, be, to, be that, to be that young and run reckless around New York City like we <laughs> did and just and, 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 and absorb it all. I mean, it's... Those were some of the greatest times of my life. I think about uh, John Palumbo with the stage combat classes, and I think about remember yes. those. <laughs> and, I, yes. and I think about the the jazz dance, and I think about you know we all had to take a fucking jazz dance class. And I, oh my god! And all the guys wore their like little ballet shoes and their jazz shoes. You guys, not none of you, really, you know, but you had you did it, and it was so fun, and everyone let. <laughs> You know, and I, I didn't never, care. No, didn't no, care, it was but like, didn't it was, care what other people thought of us. No, because we were all there for the same thing. You know, I never wore my jazz belt. I'll be honest with you, I never did wear the jazz belt. I wore it once, and that was it. It went right in the fucking garbage. But um, and meanwhile, you're when, like the biggest one in the class. You're like, the, uh, <laughs> you know, just like the tall Italian. Like here I am, stallion wearing. Like, <laughs> I loved it. Loved it. Can't. I I I see the image in my head. I love it. <laughs> and what you know what I remember? I remember it was I don't know. It was only a couple of days in. Uh, we had just got set up with our classes, and you know it was like orientation. We got to meet our classmates and everything. And it was like day three. You and I were walking. You and I went to Capizios together down in uh, uh, Lincoln Center. Do you remember that? Oh yes, Capizios. We went there together to buy our jazz shoes and shit. <laughs> oh my god! I walked, I remember I walked that. out with a jazz belt. Oh my god! I remember that. Did you guys have to have jazz belts though? 
We, uh, we, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a requirement. We had to. I never wore it though because it, it was like a. Uh, if, all right, it, it was like um, it was like a jock strap. In, it was like a jock strap in the front where it was like hard, oh I love and it. then in the back it was like a thong. Like I love it. it. it literally, it, it wrote, and 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 I wore it the first day, and I was like, I'm not wearing this, <laughs> and I, I never, I never wore it again. It's not yeah, like you, still, you, you still pass, you still pass the class. And I still pass the class, yeah. I, I, you know, I think about back then too, um, and I think we touched, we touched about this before, but um, could you imagine having uh, the social media back then and, and us like taking pictures? Like now, AMW, I follow the hashtag AMW because, you know, I support all those kids doing what they do. Um, but what, you know, what if we had social media back then? And, you know, it, it would have been a totally different vibe. I feel like, and I shouldn't be judging on it now, but really, I, like you said, we experienced the city and we, we totally took it all in because we could and we we didn't have the extra on our phones. We just delved in and, and walked around and, you know, weren't, weren't concerned about snapping pictures every five seconds. It was just us, you know, and we had a, such an awesome, talented group, like you said. Um, but it, it, I think it really made us who we are today. It helped Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if we had social media back then, I don't think any of us would have been able to take half of what we were able to take away from that experience. Agreed. You know, everything would have everything would have been, uh, you know, the next uh, Instagram post and how many likes and how many how many comments did I get today? You know, whereas back then, you know, I, I think about that and I think about, you know, you and me and uh, Jamie and John and Rob and 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 cat uh, amanda cat uh, amanda and uh katie jamie kramer jamie, jamie kramer like i think about all of that and how we were inseparable like i tell people all the time you know everybody i grew up with had the university experience which i also believe you had as well before amanda but yeah. every, everybody had that campus that campus you know, the college campus experience. We didn't have, I didn't have that. My college campus was in New York City, which was awesome in and of itself. But on any given day, you could walk into Hurley's and you didn't need to make plans with anybody. You didn't no. need to touch base. What are you doing tonight? Where are you going to be? You walked into Hurley's and everybody, everybody was there. Oh my God! So much you know fun. what I mean? You you yeah. rolled out of bed, you threw something on, and you were like, "Fuck it, let me go grab a drink." And you walked in, and there's 42 AMDA students. You know, I mean, it was just, it, 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 it was a great time. It was a great time, and I, I think social media would have ruined that. Yeah. Although, so, I, I totally agree. Totally, 100% agree with that. Uh, I think now social media is, is uh, a benefit and, and a not-so-benefit. Like, in those right. types of situations, not so. But in what we're trying to do, and your podcast, and... Um, you know, I recently was in a Maxim cover girl contest, which I needed that yes. social media desperately to get, um, people to recognize. But, um, social media now I feel is the helm of, of all businesses. Like that's, that's the main place where you advertise and, and, um, get yourself known better, you know? Right. I mean, social media has taken the place of, you know, I mean, 
social media today is it has the same power, if done correctly, as a billboard in Times Square. Yes. yes. You know? It's, yes. it's got the same power. It holds the same power today, if done correctly. If you have a well-thought-out social media marketing plan, it could be right. just as powerful as a Super Bowl commercial. Totally. Yeah, if, you, if, you, if you think about it. So it, it does have its, its pros and its cons. Um, let's talk a little bit. You just touched base on that a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about the Maxim Cover Girl contest you were in. Uh, okay. What made you, how did you find out about it, and what made you decide that this is what you wanted to do at this point in your life, um, being a, a, you know, a married mother of two young girls um, who's trying to get back into what it was that she kind of lost along the way? Yeah, so um, a lot of mixed reviews from people. At first, my mom was very uh, hesitant, um, but once she kind of found out what uh, it was all about for me, she quickly changed her tone and was totally on board, which we all love the support of our parents by far more than anything. So when I had her support, I was good to go, Um, and my dad, of course. Um, but anyhow, I got, they reached out to me because I had, uh, I looked into it last year and they had reached out to me and saying, hey, we're doing the Maximum Cover Girl contest, would love you to enter. Uh, and I did. And they do like a little background check or whatever they do and then they, you, you can be submitted. Um, and in my head, at first I, I was hesitant myself. Uh, and, and Mike, my husband, he was still kind of like, babe, why, you know, you're 39, let's, let's think about this. And really, truthfully, um, I, I was, there was a million different girls in this. I mean, some 19, some 45, you know, and every girl is in it. I feel like in this time, in this age, it's not about, and, and I have this as a blog on my website, mayamakarady.com. Um, and the name of the blog, I named it, um, it's not all about being pretty. And I tell my girls this all the time. It's, you know, you see all, you see the dancers, you see the actresses, and all like the gowns and the makeup and the hair and, and who looks skinnier in the bikini and who looks the best and this and that. But truthfully, it's about, um, challenging yourself and stepping outside of your box and being brave and confident enough to try something different in an age where everything's so closed and boxed off where you, you step out and you um, you challenge that and, and, and you grow as a person because you're like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not 20 and I probably don't look like you do in a bikini but I have a lot more wisdom and uh, confidence and I have things that you may not hold and I I want to share that with the world sure. so life um, experience yeah and it's just it's, it was fun you know and I I, I did I it, it was uh it was uncomfortable at first place I was like I don't know what kind of feedback I'm gonna get but I got so many um, letters not letters really but emails I should say letters like 20 years ago Emails, text messages, um, you know, people reaching out I to got me. So many, I got so many postcards in the mail. <laughs> I got so many postcards from around the world. Um, <laughs> in, in saying what an inspiration I am to them and how they sure. tried something new because of this because they were too afraid to try or they felt they weren't good enough to try 
or, you know, they felt they weren't pretty enough or whatever it is that they're trying. And, and, and I help them kind of ignite that, which makes me and all like that right there is enough for me to say, I, 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 I did what I, I came here to accomplish what I accomplished and I'm happy with that. You know, I wasn't expecting to get the cover by any means, but it was just something to help me, uh, get my name out there really and, and, and step out of the box. Step out of the comfort zone, which everybody should be doing. I'm telling you, once you step out of your comfort zone, you're going to come home and be like, damn, I did that. I'm proud of myself. You know? It's very true that we hold our, ourselves back. We are our own worst enemies, our own worst critics. You know, I love when I get, when I get booked on certain stuff. Like I just did, um, this whole thing, um, the boys in the band. And it's a Netflix thing. It's it's based off the Broadway play. And I worked, and I'm actually trying to get him on the show as well. He's a Broadway actor, Tony Award-winning actor. He's um, uh, Robin DeJesus. And I had the pleasure of working with him, and phenomenal. He was just, there were no scripted lines whatsoever for him in, in this scene. Uh, and everything was improv. And every time we did the scene, it, he'd say something completely different, completely off the cuff, completely out there. And and it goes to what you were saying, you know, you have to step out of your box and yeah. out of your comfort zone. And you do, because... If, if that's, where the magic happens, that's where the magic happens. That's where the magic happens. Absolutely. Listen, sure. if, nobody stepped, if nobody stepped outside of their box, okay, you wouldn't have Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix version of Joker. <laughs> that's right. Right. You know, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have you wouldn't have Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, definitely not. Robin you know Williams. What I mean? Robin yeah. Williams. Like you wouldn't have these these icons. So it is very very important to to do that, um, and, to, and to remember that too. I think a lot of people kind of get stuck in their own way, especially yeah. when they're when they're performing. They they care too much about what other people are going to think or what other people are going to say. And they just need to let that shit fucking go and and, yeah. and and just do that. Yes. Yeah, we do. We we do forget. We do uh, get back in our little shell and we just grind away and grind away. And it's just like, and, and you wake up and you're like, I feel like it's Groundhog Day. Enough. I, I need yes. something different. Well, the only thing, and, and, and comfort's not easy. I, or it's uncomfortableness is not easy. Stepping out of it is not easy. But just right. a little bit, I mean, God, it could take you a long way. And and um, I encourage everybody to sign up for one improv class, one 30-minute, one-hour improv class. That's it. I swear to God, you will leave there a different person, anybody. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. It'll, it will. It'll I change your life. You. I think it's I awesome agree with for that. anybody. Yeah. I think I agree with that. I think it will change your life because it doesn't just affect you on stage or in front of an audience. It, no. it, it, it it helps you shed that skin with everything else in your life. Yes. You know? Yes. So yes. I do agree with that. Do you do you remember you being in AMDA? I this just popped into my head. I don't mean to to, to bounce back and forth, but you remember um Tim Bailey? Our teacher yes. we used to have to do we used to have to do those vocal warm ups at the beginning of Ron Kunkama. Yes, Long Kukuma, and then uh, uh, I forgot the other one. In New York, I know, but Long Kukuma is the one I definitely remember. Yeah, well, I mean, why would you forget that one? 
Oh my gosh. But uh, um, hilarious. Uh, yes. Good old days. That. The good old days. But uh, no, you you. So, what are you working on now? Are you just taking uh, classes, um, at the improv classes? I know you just got done with the, the Maximum Cover Girl contest, and and you actually placed very well in that. I placed second. Yes, I did. Um, awesome. Uh, I it was great. It was fun. I you know if they you know reach out to me again, I I I may do it again. But you know let's. Let's be honest. Hopefully next year I'll be doing something, uh, you know, a little bit more on the spec. Oh, or I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But right now I am um, not. I'm not. Ta- I'm not taking classes anymore in improv. What I'm doing is, I I got asked to be an apprentice. Um, so there's main stage and apprentice cast, and we do rehearsals on Wednesday. And rehearsals, it's not like you're rehearsing uh, a script at all. It's just us jamming out to improv and just kind of keeping it hot every Wednesday and then Thursdays we perform I don't perform every Thursday um you know because it's like I, I was sick for two weeks and uh almost three actually um but in, in the coming like uh, the upcoming weeks I will be performing um on Thursday and it's something I do every week so um you know, it it I asked I got asked to do a Friday show once, um, which was pretty impressive because you you work with the main stagers and the main stagers are just amazing. They're so talented. I mean, everyone is so talented. I I, I learn something new all the time, all the time. Um, yeah, so I'm doing the improv thing and I I'm doing auditions. I go out on auditions, um, and um, we just actually I this, my agency just signed my whole family. Uh, to the agency because we had a whole um, Royal Caribbean audition that we got called back for three times. We were right there at the end, um, and at the end we did not get it, which of course that's just the name of the game. But um, what we did get out of it is they want to sign Ella, Lily, and Mike, so that's exciting. Really? Um, yeah, it is. And Mike's made a whole Come other on. career, but I'm like, you, he's so camera friendly that I think. He gets some print modeling jobs, and my girl, a little yeah. younger, she's just, she's just a firecracker. She's so much like me. I feel like, and Ella is just this drop dead gorgeous one, and I feel like th- this could help them a little. And if they don't love it, you know, so be it. It's the end. But if they do like it and it takes them other places, I think it's a, it's worth a shot for them. You know, why not? Yeah, I mean, so you're okay with with. Your kids are getting into it. Some people aren't. I know. You know what? You're you're right. And Mike and I were just talking about this. Um, it is hard. It is really hard. I mean, I it's a it pounds you down. Like it's it's not a it's not a you, a lot of rejection. Like I said at the very beginning. Um, yes. I, I think that I've, since I've been in it, I can kind of explain to them what it's about and I feel like I can kind of help lead, guide the way in a certain aspect um, a school is obviously very important I want them to get their education number one uh, but this is a fun thing to fall back on and if one is you know flying high and, 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 and makes a huge career out of this which who knows yep. that would be great and I'd be super proud and, and um, but yeah it is it's a lot of rejection and that I think that's why kids it's hard for you to watch your children, you know, be crushed like that, um, especially when they give you their 100%, because it's not like you're not going to get a callback because 
you suck. Uh, usually it's because you don't have blue eyes and they want it brown. Or you don't have, true. you know, red hair. That's um, so true. The, the exact color red that they're looking for. Or you're, you're not two That's inches. True. You're two inches short. You know, it's a lot of times it's that kind of stuff. And that, that's what I – it's hard to – Crap, but it's not because you're not good enough. It's really not. You know? But, but you, you know what's so different about today, and I, I, this seems to be a common theme in every one of my episodes. What's so different about today than when you and I moved to New York and and really tried to push through and break that wall down. When we were 17, 18, 19 years old, you know, running around New York City trying to find our way, the business in general was so different back then. Like, it was almost like the, it, it was stacked against us. Right. Whereas now with technology and, 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 and social media and YouTube and all these different platforms and just the simple use of your cell phone camera, I feel like every opportunity is there in front of us now. You know, like, we didn't have that 20 years ago. You know, I couldn't write a short film 20 years ago and pull my cell phone out of my pocket and put five people together in a room and film it. Whereas today you can. Like, honestly, today you can write the part that you desire to play that maybe you're not getting that audition for. Today you could write the, the, the script that, that's festering inside of you and put five friends together who have decent acting chops and you can make this thing happen. It's incredible. It is incredible you know, the way things so. change completely. When I started yes. with this agency here, um, and they're like, oh, we have a self-tape room now. I'm like, what's a self-tape room? And that's it. Yes, that's I hate them. I, I yes, hate them. It would be like Cal called into a room in front of the directors, in front of the, the casting, yep. the producers, you know, whatever, and you're live right in front of them. You get a script in hand, yep. and you do it right in front of them, raw style. Now, cold reading. Cold reading. Cold reading. Yeah. Now you get the script and you have maybe 24 hours, depending on what it is, to, to memorize it. Yep. Look it over. Yep. Go into a self studio, which for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a camera in a room, lighting a certain way, and you hit record and you film yourself. And you have a reader on the other side if you have another line. Record yourself and then you send it to the casting directors. And the only time... Mm -hmm that you actually do get to see the casting directors nowadays is if you get a callback. Mm -hmm. um, and even then, if they're too far, they could have you do a Skype, which is crazy. We never had to do that. We never had that, no. I have actually, I have yet to have to do a Skype audition. <clears throat> I do get a lot of self-tape auditions, though, and I, I fucking hate them. I know. Cause you, yeah, I it can't doesn't, stand I them. feel like it doesn't show the true you, or, you no. know? I want direction. I want you to tell me that I I, I'm, I need to do this a little bit different. Yes, because I can. Right. I, I have different ways to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't like self tapes, but that's that's it the way of today. But it yeah. does limit you because you, you you don't know what they're looking for, and <clears throat> it does limit you. But I do. I, I I just we're in an unprecedented time right now. Where honestly, Maya. Anything that we want to achieve in, in the entertainment industry uh, is attainable. You really, truly can can write a 20-page script and make a 20-minute short film off your cell phone camera and submit it to 15 different film festivals. And guess what? Now you're a filmmaker. <laughs> 
Yeah, to me. You know what I mean? That isn't it? Like that wasn't the way twenty years ago. It's just it, it blows my mind. So you know that's that's another thing. Like keep in the back. I want you to keep in the back of your mind if you encourage your girls to get into this. Is that it's no longer about what anybody else thinks, like it was when you and I moved to New York. Right. It's about what they think of themselves because they honestly have the power to do whatever they want now. It's so true. God, it's so true. Yes. Yes. And I you want know, them to. We, you're absolutely right. Yeah. We so didn't I have that luxury. No, we didn't. You're right. We didn't. Um, yeah, I think. And then, and then that's where we talked about earlier. So that's where the social media steps in and helps a lot. But um, sure. yeah, they do. They have the power at their fingertips. That's what they say, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's really, truly, it's all in, it's 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 in the artist's hands now. Look at musicians. You know, years ago you had to sign with a major record label in order to get become mainstream. Now you get ten songs together, a good social media marketing plan, and you put the shit on iTunes yourself, and you got independent artists making a hundred grand a year off the same ten songs because they have a solid social media marketing plan. And they cut out the middleman. Yeah. Yeah. Authors. People are writing their own books and putting it on Amazon themselves, publishing it. And you with your podcast. And me with my podcast. You know, like you just you're all over the uh, you're I'm yeah, I'm eighty one percent of my audience is in the United States. The United other States, nine yeah. is, is, is all over the world. Yep. Yeah, all over the world. Vietnam, Bahrain, Panama, Colombia, Egypt, Argentina, Mexico, Canada. Come on, y'all. Check out MayaMacaravi.com. <laughs> there you go. So, speaking of which, your website, um, I wanted to make sure we touch base on this. You actually have a blog that you started that you yes. you uh, you publish. Yes. Um, so, so I, I, in my blog, my blog is really uh, – I try to make it um, – Inspiring. Like I, I, my whole goal is to inspire people to, uh, again, you know, we talked about this stepping out of your box and just um, knowing that you are good enough and um, and kind of maybe if you're reading it, it sparks something in you to be like, oh, I never thought of it that way, and I'm gonna try this or I'm gonna, you know, and it's not all about acting. It's not all about modeling. It's really um, my first blog was I, I had two bouts with skin cancer and. Um, it's, I'm very passionate about giving to the Skin Cancer, Cancer Foundation. And um, there, it's just different things. Like, people battle. Everyone's battling something, you know. And I just want people to know I'm human and I am just like you. And I'm trying to make it just as you are every day, you know. And, and if you're not doing something you love, try something different. So I'm trying to write about that. In fact, I'm working on my um, a new blog right now. I uh, have not posted it yet. But um, I'm... I have a photo shoot coming up um, for new pictures. I'm going to be putting out new pictures, and uh, nice. um, and I'm going to get that out with my blog. So um, be on the lookout for that. It's it's another kind of inspiring. Um, I just want to influence people in a positive light. Really, you know, there's so much yeah, negativity sure. in the world, and I just I feel like that would that's a, that's really where I come from. I have a big heart, and I and I always try to you know guide people like you. You like, rise up. Go. Rise, rise, up, rise, rise up. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So how often does your blog get posted? How often do you uh, publish your blogs? Well, initially it was supposed to be like every two weeks. Um, I have taken a 
bit of a hiatus. Um, like I sure. said, I was sick, and um, uh, and then life comes in the way where my children, Lily was not feeling well, and my husband travels quite a bit. No excuses, but um, I took about a three-week hiatus, and I'm coming back. So now I'd like to continue it as every two weeks. Um, I don't want to bombard people with things, you know. I don't. I like. I like. I like when people sit with something for a while, and then because sometimes it's it can be a bit much. And it honestly, trying to find topics to write about organically is what I like. Topics that mm-hmm. come to me organically because I write better when I, it's organic than being like, oh, two weeks, I got to shuffle something out. And I feel like it's not as inspiring or as real when I have to press it out of me, you know? Right, I really like right. to just feel and then be like, all right, I'm feeling this. I'm going to write about it. Cause that's, it's, I guess, it's just like musicians too. They're all like, Yep. their feelings and that's when the best songs come out so right. that's you like to create it organically yeah yeah it, you know from a dream or, or if I'm you know how I'm feeling that week or whatnot, and then kind of twist it into something that can um, inspire others so let me ask you um, everything is posted on your website right your blogs they can find your blogs on your website yes so it's under blog um media there's a media page where you can kind of see i you know things i did with abc6 um i have a photo gallery all all my modeling pictures and then i have an about me page and you can see pictures of my kids and my husband and just where i've been where i'm from um yeah it's it's, uh it's it's you know essentially a business card i guess if you want to get to know me and um there is a link to whole world theater where i perform and uh, my actors access my my agency link is down there instagram facebook mm-hmm. um you can find all of that there and um yeah so check it out i i have a very good web designer that's helped me a lot and um i'm pr- very proud of my website i love it so much it's it's a little under construction sometimes because i'm i'm always trying to change things up and keep it fresh so definitely yeah. check it out be on the lookout and what was that website again? Uh, MayaMcElravey.com. It's M-A-J-A. My name's with a J, Polish. And M-C-I-L-R-A-V is in Victor Y.com. MayaMcElravey.com. Um, awesome. Google it, too. It'll pop up. And all your social media stuff's on there, too? Do you want to shout your oh. social media stuff out there right now? Yes. Social media, um, Maya Maclaravy is my at Maya Maclaravy is my uh, uh, Instagram. Uh, Maya Maclaravy, just plain Maya King of actually Maclaravy um, is my Facebook, and um, yeah, I have, all the links are down there. So um, I tried to make a Facebook page that was more businessy, but I kind of kept. I just kept it the family one, and then um, yeah. I have a family Facebook and a, or I'm sorry, a family Instagram and a business Instagram. But my business Instagram is the one I usually give out to, you know, sure. agents and all that. So, awesome. um, but yeah, I love that you had me on this awesome show. I I listen to all your little podcasts and everything you do. I'm proud of you. <laughs> You're a grinder, and you've always been somebody that I look up to, and you you give me such good tips when we talk. So I love I love our friendship, and I love having you in my life. You're awesome. 
Oh, well, thank you very much. My, uh, I'm glad that I could give you insight from that, from time to time, and that, that really means a lot to me. Thank you very, very much. It was very sweet of you, and I'm very you proud to, of you. Stick with me, kid. Stick with me, kid. Stick with me. <laughs> stick with me, kid. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, listen, I'm very proud of you too. I'm glad that you got back into it, and I'm glad that you get your feet wet. And, and you're exploring new things. I think that that's very important. I think that that's awesome. I think it sets, uh, an amazing example for your daughters and, uh, just keep going after it, Maya. Just keep going Thanks. after it. Don't let anything get in your way. Just keep going after it. Thanks, Mark. You're the best. I really appreciate that. And whoever's listening, listen up. Take a, one improv class. I challenge you. Do it. I'm telling you it's life changing. You know, let's, Maybe we'll do, let, maybe I'll figure out a way to do some sort of a challenge on social media where people will actually engage and, 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 and take you up on that. Yeah, maybe we can figure be- something out. Let's, let's put our heads together, see if we can figure something out there where we could just kind of do like a contest or something and, uh, and see if people actually accept the challenge. Yes, I agree. That would be awesome. And and I, I I think that's a a wonderful challenge to start with. I tell you what, it really is. It'll change your life. I like it'll change your life. That's right. I love that. <laughs> it idea. will. I definitely do it. Awesome. Listen, I know that you're pressed for time. I don't want to hold you up too much longer. I know you got places to be. Uh, I do. My really appreciate you being on the podcast. Uh, oh, means a lot to me. Thank and, you. Uh, like I said, I'm glad you're back into it. I'm glad you're you're trying new things and keep at it. Ah, oh, thanks, Mark. And reunion in New York City soon. We have to, yeah. We should start, you know, reaching out to people and, and feeling that out and see what people think. I mean, everybody's back, you know, all over the place. I don't know where anybody is now, but I I, I know a majority of them aren't in the city anymore. No, I know. We gotta we gotta reel them back in. That's yeah, our challenge reel number them back two. In. That's challenge number two. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. All right, Mark. Thank, thank you, you so much, much for having me. You're very welcome. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You got it. Bye-bye. This has been a Biagi Films produced podcast.
Welcome to The Rise. I'm your host, Mark Basil. This is the podcast where we talk industry, we talk business, we talk shit, we motivate, and we get things done.